The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Big up. Do it. Give it up. Where the heck you been? For over 15 years, providing a unified voice for the outdoors and the American spirit. I really feel like we need to get this. It does seem important. A show in which all others will be judged. Well, it sounds like this. Roof, roof. <laughs> we can't be any more clear about this. It's horrible, cheap, and dirty. <laughs> Imitated, but never duplicated. That's why we don't drink at work. <laughs> Put on your phoniest smile, because we're going into the belly of the beast. Live from America's heartland, the revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. We are the people who hunt legally. We pay into the system. We purchase licenses. We do boots-on-the-ground conservation projects. Hunting is going to be around for a while. There's a deeply committed, small segment of the American population that favors it. And it's about getting our own food, you know, knowing where that food comes from. That's an exciting thing to see a movement here now in the United States where people are more interested in that type of thing. So that's good for hunting. I asked them what it was like when they killed an elephant. Okay, and I, and I said to them, how did you feel? And he said, it made me smile. And it made him smile because it was food on the table for his children. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has said repeatedly it's the funds generated by hunters that allow them to do their work and to manage wildlife habitats. Again, the World Wildlife Fund report showed that in the absence of hunting, 74% of wildlife conservancies in Namibia would not be financially solvent. But let's not make the argument because it's untrue that somehow this is a big protector of wildlife in general. It's not. Sadly enough, today's generation would have you believe that hunting is no longer conservation. But as society loses its ties to wildlife and conservation, the bonds with nature formed by hunting are the greatest hope for creating the next generation of true conservationists. The truth is, populations are up. They absolutely are, but because we work at it. And with that, we are hunting for conservation on today's show! Oh, that was good. Yes. Boy, that was lackluster. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, once you said that, you said it all. Bunnies tell me gargle. Yeah, I did. <laughs> she was like, that made me hungry. <laughs> all right, so we are hunting for conservation on today's show. Mrs. Bunny, you are here? What's up, guys? Thank you for the... The robust clapping. The applause? You yes. are welcome. You pretended like you cared, <laughs> which was fabulous. Did great for uh, my self-esteem. Like it's a Golden Globe? Yeah, you do. You and Meryl Streep. Yep. Jimbo in his soapbox. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're going to have a focus on conservation practices that benefit all wildlife species, including Jim's leg. Plus, we'll explain <laughs> how hunting and trophy hunting is conservation, and we'll discuss the effects that poaching has on the entire hunting community. It's going to be great. It is. Holy crap. Are you guys like lethargic today? Oh, super lethargic. Oh, no. You know, I got, actually have a little song that's going to cheer you up. Oh, quick. perfect. Ready? Ready? Oh, hunting, hunting. It is conservation. Yeah, shut up. We're forking out lots of money. Oh, my gosh. That was good, <laughs> right? You're right. 
I was like imagining you in like the glitter bikinis that she wears. So I shaved my head Britney for that. Spears? Yeah. I like Britney. Britney's She's got her own girl. Vegas show, right? Does she really? I think so. I don't know. She's wildlife. I probably made that <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. So you know what? I'm pretty stoked about this. We're going to do a three-part interview with Mr. Ivan Carter himself. Make sure you watch Carter's War Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Where? On Outdoor Channel. You know, actually, I think we have a little soundbite, don't we, Frank? All right. Take a listen to this. Ivan Carter. Conservation is a very simple concept. It's global support for the heroes on the front line of the initiatives to give them the ability to be truly successful and effective in what they're trying to do. And so it's up to all of us as a global community. It's not whether or not you hunt. It's whether or not you sustainably hunt and whether or not the wildlife has value. Because if it has value, it's got a future. You know, he's exactly right. We do need to actively get involved today. Uh, and it would benefit all wildlife conservation. Now it's time to get involved in conservation for 30 years from now. That's right. All right. Plus, we're going to hear from the man himself, Mr. Shane Mahoney. He is the founder, president, and CEO of Newfoundland. <laughs> no, of Conservation Vision. He owns Trudeau. Uh, he's an amazing man. Uh, Shane Mahoney is going to be joining us as well as Ivan Carter. Mrs. Bunny, you are here? I'm here, guys. All right. So what are you going to talk about today? I got uh, just a few little conservation updates for you on grizzlies, wolves, and flying Asian carp, baby. Oh, bunny, bunny. She's brought to you by Nissan. And she's going to talk about stuff. All right, let's get to it. Think you want to mess with Mrs. Bunny? Not me. Listen how she handles Asian carp, wolves, and grizzly bears. Brought to you by Nissan at NissanUSA.com. Okay, delisting grizzlies. The interagency of Grizzly Bear Committee voted to recently recommend that grizzly bears in the greater Yellowstone ecosystem be removed from the list of animals protected under the Endangered Species Act. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service says that this law has worked. Um, In 1975, when they were originally listed, there was only 136 grizzlies alive there. Today, there are more than 700. So Now, this is in the lower 48. Yes, true. Lower 48. Uh, So, there are approximately 700 that live in the Yellowstone ecosystem, which includes northwestern Wyoming, southwestern Montana, and a bit of eastern Idaho. Then another 700 or so that live in the North Continental Divide ecosystem near Glacier National Park. And then 70 or 80 more that live in the, forgive me if I butcher the saying of this, Selkirk and the Cabinet Yak ecosystem in Idaho. So we're looking at over 1,400 bears uh, up in the north there, in this area, in the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, okay? I actually say when people are like, where's Jim? I don't know where that Cabinet Yak is. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, what? (laughs) Anyways, that's how I know I'm pronouncing it right. (laughs) Yeah, so... Cabinet uh, Jack? The U.S. Fish Fish and Wildlife Service said they feel that once a species have recovered, that they have an obligation to return the management back over to the states and the tribes and the oh, people yeah. who are dealing with this species on a daily basis in order to um, also use the agency's limited resources, like we know they have, in a more effective way. And they're talking about a very limited number of grizzlies that be- could be taken by discretionary mortality, including but not limited to hunting, but they would also include in their roadkill, problem bears, and grizzlies bears killed in self-defense. What else you got? Wolves. Uh, Michigan Governor Rick Snyder has signed a law that would authorize wolf hunting. Here's the catch, though. If Congress or federal courts revisit the issue, oh, uh, back God. in back in 2014, the Michigan Appeals Court declared a 2014 law 
unconstitutional. And the law that was signed this uh, just recently defines wolves as a game species and authorizes the state natural resources uh, commission to designate them as game. And so um, if in fact the Congress uh, decides to revisit it, Michigan has already passed a law saying that it will be authorized. But the chances of them revisiting it, is like me picking up the phone and calling my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. Well, right? Michigan's only hunt was in 2013. Only 22 wolves were taken in the Upper Peninsula. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens there. Hey, the bleeding hearts. What they, they watch dances with wolves, and God rest their souls. They just they think it's real, and yeah. they want to go out there and prance in the flowers with the wolves and the bears, and then Timothy Treadwell happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we want to talk about my mother-in-law? <laughs> One of us does. <laughs> Asian carp. Oh. Problem species. Asian carp. We're talking silver carp, big head carp, grass carp, black carp, all of them. They were introduced to fish farms in the southern United States in the 70s. Then there was a big flood and they escaped and they've been spreading throughout the U.S. ever since. Uh, there's a massive concern that, um, that right now I think it says they are only 50 miles from the Great Lakes. Oh, really? Wow. And they're really concerned about the infiltration of these carp into the Great Lakes. However, there's a company called Ravine Fisheries International, and they are planning to moor a factory ve- fishing vessel at the Port of Cates Landing, located on the Mississippi River near Tiptonville, Tennessee. Uh-huh. And it would process carp caught on the Mississippi and other rivers and lakes into food products to be exported to some 20 countries. So this big mooring vessel is going to use other catcher vessels that go out, catch these fish, bring them back. They're going to process them and they remove them. And they also make money and they don't just uh, let them sit in a pile and rot by producing, making them into food products and shipping them out and exporting them elsewhere. So they're trying to find an effective way to remove some of these from the waters and do something with them. You know, it, it amazes me that what, maybe like 12, 15 years ago, Jimbo, uh-huh. what are you doing? I have stiff neck. <laughs> 12, 15 years ago. That's because of that big head you have. (laughs) It hurts. 12, 15 years ago, everyone saw like the occasional video or something of these carp jumping up and smacking people in the head. Yeah, and now like the most viral YouTube videos are people getting smacked in the face and they're wearing football helmets because it's like a sport now. Are you, what are you doing? Like exercises? (laughs) You're stretching? I I really have a nasty cramp in my neck and I can't get rid of it. Is it the tone of Bunny's voice? (laughs) Yes, it is. It's your mother-in-law. It's my, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's a wicked old hag. All right, Mrs. Bunny, anyways, you are amazing. I'm glad that Ivan Carter's coming on because he is totally going to redeem this. <laughs> That's going to be impossible. Our fate lies in his beautiful hands. Mrs. Bunny, thank you so much for coming on and actually sounding intelligent. You betcha, guys. All right, so anyways, Mr. Ivan Carter, Carter's War, Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. He is coming up next. Go to stick around for a fabulous three-parter three-parter with us don't go anywhere if you miss out uh you just miss out you suck anyways big shout out to outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network my outdoor tv plus nissan cabela silencer shop high mount seasonings and cinch gotta get to a break we will return right after this thanks mr buddy see you guys the Revolution with Jim and Trev. This just in, a polar vortex has much of the country in a stranglehold. Um, remember when a polar vortex was just called winter? So do we. Stay tuned. The Revolution with Jim and Trev will continue right after these messages. 
there was a time vultures would indicate that there'd been a predator. In today's Africa, vultures indicate something a lot more sinister. Poachers. My name is Ivan Carter, a conservationist and wildlife investigator. In this wildlife-human conflict, I'm often called in to seek out the truth. This specific group of people has got to be stopped. It's going to be a bad couple of hours to be a poacher right now. Carter's War, all-new season, Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Introducing a pickup truck so tough, so rugged, you become a real man just by sitting in it. So get ready to outwork and outlast any other pickup on the planet. Sound familiar? Pickup truck ads will do anything to make their trucks sound invincible. But let's get real. No truck lasts forever. The more miles, the more repairs. It's just common sense. Yet most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for just three years, 36,000 miles. <laughs> that isn't much of a long haul for most truckers. So when you hear claims like, All-time toughest truck in the world! You know it doesn't mean much, unless they can back it up. That's why we built the 2017 Nissan Titan to work hard and backed it with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Now that's a hardcore truck warranty. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan family of trucks. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trav. We're hunting for conservation this week. Now a special three-part interview with Ivan Carter from Carter's War on Outdoor Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. This is part one. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from Mrs. Bunny, and she talked about the delisting of grizzlies, also wolves, and those crazy Asian carp. That's right. We are hunting for conservation on today's show. I think they're going to have a bear of a time getting those grizzlies oh, delisted. I love that. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm so you know excited what, actually, about this. Actually, on the break, I shot two wolves. Yeah, two wolves have already died uh, since Mrs. <laughs> Bunny got off the air. It's kind of like um, this show. All right, so hunting for conservation on today's show. Just now, I'm stoked about this. We're going to do a special three-part interview with... Ivan Carter. Mr. Ivan Carter makes you watch Carter's War Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. I've been struggling trying to find the perfect segue song. It's a tough song. For Ivan! I think I've got it, though! Frank, play it! This time for Africa! I don't know what she is saying, <laughs> but it makes me so happy. You are happy today. Hi, right, Mr. Ivan, dude. We love you. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, well, thanks so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate the opportunity. And truly, if we don't get on the conservation deal right now, it's not going to be there for our children. I uh, know you're exactly right. And so let's just jump right into this, guys. Uh, once again, talking about hunting for conservation on today's show. Let's talk about trophy hunting. Because whether it's Walter Palmer, the dentist, you know, Cecil the Lion. Guy from up Minnesota. There in Minnesota, exactly. Melissa Bachman and a host of other people that have just been persecuted by the Inundated. media. Exactly. And so whether you are a trophy hunter, whether you consider yourself a trophy hunter or not, at some point in time your life has been affected by it and so i think us hunters we have taken a back seat and have it told our side of the story and we've left it up to the anti-hunters the anti-hunters to actually tell our story which is not right exactly and the media so let's set the record straight here ivan is trophy hunting truly conservation yeah it absolutely is absolutely gents and and here's why it is 
it's not the act of actually hunting itself. Yeah. However, it's the money that people will pay to do that. And that money goes onto the front line of so many of these initiatives, whether it's anti-poaching, whether it's making sure there's meat distribution to a village, whether it's simply giving the wildlife value. And, and you know, a huge amount of those hunters' dollars go into different educational programs across Africa. And, you know, right now today, we're experiencing the loss of 15 million acres in Western Tanzania. Yeah, that's 15 million acres. Oh, wow. That have lost all kind of value to their wildlife because the hunting community has left that area. It's deemed non-viable because of a decision by Fish and Game to not allow the import of lion trophies. There's a lot of outfitters that, you know, people are applauding and say, that's good. No more hunting on that, that area. Well, here's the truth. That's 15 million acres that tribes, people and their cattle have moved on to. The lions are now eating the cattle. The people are poisoning the lions and 10 times the number of lions are getting poisoned as would ever have been. Hunted. And the wildlife there has no value at all. So it's, it's living proof of what a disaster it is when you close trophy hunting in an area. Yeah. Well, here, here's another thing. You know, Travis alluded to the uh, Cecil the Lion. Well, you know, that really set a firestorm of activity out there in the news. But what in turn it happened, they had to cull 200 lions out of that uh, area because there were too many. What did we accomplish if we you know, were killing them anyhow? Why not have the uh, the local areas make the money and be able to put it back into conservation? Of course, taking care of the various families and so forth there. What do you think about that? No, I think that that's absolutely the truth. And I think that one of the misconceptions, and actually it's one of the hunter's lies, and is that we go to Africa to hunt to save a village. That's not the truth. We go there because we love the pursuit of hunting. The reality is the benefit of that is saving a, a, a community giving the wildlife value, creating anti-poaching networks across vast areas of Africa. And that's not to say hunting is the only solution. Gents, one thing we need to realize is that anything that gives wildlife value is what's going to perpetuate that wildlife. So places like the Serengeti, the Okavango Delta, places like that that have got a very viable and sustainable photographic model where there's no hunting at all but millions of dollars flow into that area, they don't need hunting. Hunting's needed in the badlands, as I call it, of Africa, places that are hard to get to, places that are inaccessible or possibly inhospitable, places like Western Tanzania, where all of these outfitters have just given up their concession. There's nobody lining up to, to use that land for photographic safaris. It's just sitting empty right now. And those are the bad lands of Africa that absolutely rely on the hunter's dollars for their future. Yeah. Uh, talk with Mr. Ivan Carter. Carter's War makes you watch it. This show is absolutely fantastic. Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. You know, if trophy hunting is banned, millions upon millions of acres worldwide will suffer. And, and you know, since 1970, Mr. Ivan, here in the United States, half, 50% of our conservation budget has been cut. You're telling us what is happening over in Africa. This is worldwide. And if they cut out trophy hunting, it's going to be mass chaos. We're going to lose wildlife left and right. What is going to happen to our ecosystem? At the end of the day, though, is this kind of like, I hate to say it, you know, being a total skeptic here, but like an evil master plan by people to eradicate hunting? If we get rid of the game... There's nothing to hunt. Is that possibly the truth? You know, I don't think that it is. I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist <laughs> at all. And, and what I believe is it's purely an emotional reaction 
after seeing the terrible way that some hunters have portrayed themselves, pictures all over social media with, yeah. you know, dead and bleeding animals. Um, we've, we're a lot to blame for that. It's just very bad policing of the hunting community. It's a misconception. It's, it's not an easy thing to understand how killing a lion can save a community of lions. And so it requires a conversation. It's not just a statement. And I think that we've done a very bad job in doing that. We've got to make sure that the community understands the benefits of sustainable hunting. There's two things out there. There's hunting and there's sustainable hunting. Without the word sustainable in front of it, it's absolutely part of the problem. You bet. Hey, Ivan, can you stick around for a second part? Yes, sir. All right, got to get to a break. Make sure you watch Ivan Carter, Carter's War Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Got to get to a break. We will return right after this with Ivan Carter. Don't go anywhere. Here's the deal. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. I don't understand. All over social media and at JimandTrev.com. Connect right now. Don't move. The Revolution with Jim and Trev will continue next. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This should be good. The new app from Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. That's what we've been looking for. Stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. Get some! Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign up with promo code radio at myoutdoortv.com. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our high mountain seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com. Or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't check for traffic updates. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid, the new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trev. We're hunting for conservation. Now let's get back to Ivan Carter from Carter's War on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Silencer Shop. This is part two. We're back. We are hunting for conservation here on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. And this is part two with Ivan Carter. Ivan Carter! Jim's hunting for a hamburger. (laughs) We're hunting for conservation on today's show. This is part two of Ivan Carter. Yeah, Mr. Ivan Carter makes you watch Carter's War Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, where? On Outdoor Channel. Ivan, welcome back. Hey, thank you very much for having me. It's great to have an opportunity to talk off your excellent platform about things that really matter to conservation. Well, it's only excellent because you're on with us. Trust me. (laughs) When you're not with us, our listenership really... I'm going to question your judgment. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's actually we actually, right we actually promote questioning our judgment. All right, so let's, you know, the first part, we talked about trophy hunting on whether or not it is conservation 
Obviously it is. Um, let's jump into poaching for a second. Which not is only, not hunting. Yeah, not only does it negatively affect the game, the wildlife, but it also gives the entire hunting community a black eye. And I want to read a quote from you because uh, this is it, it, it really tugs at the heartstrings and, and shows your emotion. You said, there is a feeling that is tough to describe as you watch a rhino get up after dehorning. Part of you is relieved that it will no longer be attractive to poachers. Part of you is horrified at the idea of taking away its identity. And part of you is angry at the people who make this necessary. Yes, sir. How does this outrage you? Tell us what is happening from poachers. Let me just start in the beginning and and quantify the difference between hunting and poaching. Hunting is the sustainable use and offtake of a species which is always within the boundaries and the limits of ethics, within the boundaries and limits of what the game counts in an area have shown. So you're taking a particular species, a particular sex in a way that it's good for the wildlife. It's just wildlife management. Poaching on the other hand is basically the illegal stealing of wildlife with little or no regard to age, sex, species, you know, you take the rhino war that's going on right now. As a result of rhino horn being the most expensive commodity on the planet today, you can buy rhino horn on the streets of Beijing illegally, of course, but at, at $60,000 an ounce. So what that means is a trickle-down effect. The guy who's going to pull the trigger, who comes from a village next to Kruger National Park, is offered $5,000, which is several years of income, to go in and risk his life at the in the hopes of killing a rhino. It means that about every six or seven hours, a rhino is taken. They don't care about the age of the rhino or the sex of the rhino. They just, they stealing that rhino. And as, as surely as they're bank robberies, there's always going to be poaching. And so, you know, it, it's the most despicable thing. It's the greatest threat to our wildlife in modern times. And it's very easy to understand why it's got that way. Yeah. Now, I, I uh, was reading something last weekend and it talked about, is it a good idea to shoot poachers? Okay. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Should we just shoot them? You know, versus uh, maybe take him to court and whatever. And wasn't it just last week there was a couple of brothers uh, in in uh, South Africa that uh, were actually arrested along with the the black tracker uh, for uh, for taking uh, rhino horns? Yes, absolutely. The Van Devender family. I mean, people that if you met them, you would think that they were just normal, great people. They had a hunting outfitting business, and you know, in any community, you're always going to have great people in the community. And you're always going to have bad people in the community. And those folks are just bad, bad people. And finally, they've been caught. They're part of a much bigger ring. And, and there's a lot more to that story than is, is made public at this time. But breaking up a ring like that actually saves a bunch of rhinos. But it takes a lot of money. And, and I come back to a statement I made in our first thing. Conservation is very simple. It's global support for the heroes on the front line to truly enable them to be effective. And there's a lot of those heroes on the front line, passionate conservationists who are very good at what they're doing, whether it's protection, whether it's research, whether it's other conservation initiatives. If they can truly receive global support, they can be effective. Yeah. Uh, talk with Mr. Ivan Carter. Carter's War Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Make sure you watch it. Uh, presented by Nosler. Um, you know, back in the early 80s, early 90s here in the States, we had this, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, and it was the egg frying, you know, Marijuana is the gateway drug. It was the worst thing in the world. Fast forward 30 years, it's legal in many states. 
Do you think, I mean, fighting drugs, fighting poaching, it almost seems like a battle we can't win. How do you stay positive? How do you keep doing this? I mean, we've seen our own government give in to crime because they can't curtail it. How do you stay positive? And do you think down the road that maybe the government over in Africa might become a little more lenient? What do you think? The thing that keeps me the most positive is seeing the fire in the eyes of these conservationists on the front line. Truly, that is. But, you know, to look at the bigger picture, as you say, with the marijuana going from being the, you know, highly illegal to now suddenly being legalized. Let's look at rhino horn for for a moment, because there's a big conversation in South Africa about rhino horn. Rhinos regrow their horns. Yeah. There's big dehorning programs. A rhino can produce a couple of pounds of horn every couple of years. Why would we not take the Chinese, which today are the greatest threat to rhinos because they generate the market? Why would we not supply that market with rhino horn in a regulated manner yeah. and use the money that's generated to protect the rhinos? Exactly. If the communities around Africa could own groups of rhinos instead of cattle, we're going to solve a lot of issues because they can make, you know, out of 30 rhinos, they could make half a million dollars a year out of 30 rhinos with the dehorning selling of their horn. Oh, that's 10 times what they could make out of a herd of a thousand cattle, which means that, you know, you'd reduce the cattle problem, which is a whole different conversation. You'd increase the rhino population across Africa and concurrently the communities that today are the, are where the poachers are born will be actually where the protectors are born. And so you'd eliminate the poaching. You'd reduce the cattle problem and you'd increase the range of rhinos. And those are the kind of initiatives we need to start thinking about and getting way out of the box in our thinking if we're going to save this. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Ivan Carter. Of course, he has a program called Carter's War. It's uh, Friday nights at 7 o'clock on Outdoor Channel. Uh, can you stick around for another a third part? Oh, absolutely, man. This is this is what we need to do. Getting getting the truth out onto a platform like you guys, I've got as much time as you need. All right. Ivan Carter, Carter's War, Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. A uh, big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. What's and the Nosler. That's right. Nosler, Carter's War is presented by Nosler. Uh, part three with Ivan Carter. Coming up next. We shot a white tail once or twice, but if you don't care, then we don't care. So wave your flag and your guns up in the air. Let's go! Stick around. The revolution will return right after these messages. The fireworks are going to fly during the Bass Pro Shop Summit Select. Anything can happen. Fighting to advance. Fighting to face the best. I've got nothing to lose. Major League Fishing Geico Selects, Saturday at 2 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Celebrating 25 years in business, High Mountain Seasonings has released its 25th Jerky Kit for 25 years. Try our new Spicy Lime Kit today. It is sure to be a hit. See our complete line of products at HIMTNJerky.com. That's H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't text back. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid, the new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on as we go hunting for conservation. Now, once again, 
here's Ivan Carter from Carter's War on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Cinch at cinchjeans.com. This is part three. And we are back. We are hunting for conservation, Jim! Yes, we are. A little more enthusiasm, maybe? Yes, we are! We are the world! <laughs> yes! We are the children! We are the ones who make a brighter day! So let's start giving! You know, you're kind of a cross between yeah. Michael Jackson and uh, uh, Ray Charles. I take that as a compliment. There you go. I do. I've got one glove yeah. for some one glove and one sock. That's I because you why. had to go to the bathroom in the woods. All right, so we are hunting for conservation on today's show. This is part three with Ivan Carter, and he has a program called Carter's War on Outdoor Channel seven thirty. Nope, seven o'clock. At seven o'clock Friday evenings. That's right on Outdoor Channel. I right, take it away. Yeah. Well, you know the thing is when we think about conservation, you know uh, we think of the Mule Deer Foundation or we think of uh, Ducks Unlimited. They're doing a lot of things for conservation. But the fact of the matter is, you can teach yourself, your children, uh, number one, if the limit on rabbits is 10, don't take 12. That is conservation. You know, and I think that if we take that initiative and do it just within our family to start with, then we can we perfect it. We can take it on the road, can't we? You know, I, I always say, in fact, I, I have a bunch of photos on my social media, which is facebook.com slash Ivan Carter's Africa, where I'll put pictures out there of my kids on the front line, and I truly believe that after a love of God, the greatest gift that you can give your children is an understanding of conservation. It's a complicated, it's a complicated discussion, but if you can leave your kids with that, I, I tell you what, our wildlife is going to endure into the next generation. Our kids are the next generation of conservationists. I truly believe that. Yeah, because if you don't understand it, you can't uh, appreciate it. All right, so Carter's War Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, coming up, shot, it's not far off. Uh, there at the Outdoor Sportsman Awards, you have been nominated uh, in four separate categories for your show, Carter's War there is no higher honor than that to be recognized by your peers and to have so many people vote for you. What does that mean for you? You know, it's just a very, very humbling deal. And, and I can't even, I don't even have words to describe how you feel with four different nominations. But the reality is, it's a tribute to my crew. I mean, those guys on the front line, I mean, sometimes we literally have days without food. We don't know how we're going to get from A to B. I mean, we were in the Congo this year where... Yeah, you know, the, the kind of stuff that we thought we we were going to make a film out of just doesn't work out. And right there on the fly, you you're doing other stuff. You've got bad accommodation. You've got bad food. Terrible logistics. Those guys are nothing short of heroes to be working through that kind of politics, carrying their cameras. You know, cold, wet, dusty, dry, what whatever. Those guys are the heroes of this. Is the guys behind me with their cameras and their gear and making sure that we're downloading on time and keeping their batteries charged and ready to shoot whenever something really, really weird happens. And, you know, those are amazing guys. And not to mention the guys in the studio who, man, sometimes I, I look on my emails and they've come through at 4 a.m. Those guys are just crushing it just to get the message just right. And what we create is way more than just TV, guys. It, it's way more than TV. It's, it's entertainment with purpose. Yeah. How can we get involved with you? You know, I've got a website, carterswar.com. There's also IvanCarter.com, and there's a bunch of different initiatives on those websites. I'm easy to find through those websites. That's IvanCarter.com and Carter'sWar.com. We talk about our episodes. We get into depth about the episodes. There's, there's, I'm very active on Facebook, which is Facebook.com slash IvanCarter's Africa. I've got a Twitter account at IvanCarter. 
And it, it just, you know, all of these are just ways for us to get our message out. This, this message that conservation starts now. There's two good times to plant a tree, 30 years ago and right now. And I'm doing my best to plant as many trees as I can right now. Well, you're planting a lot of trees right now, but I got to say your job, yes, you are providing entertainment. Yes, you are providing education. But unlike a whitetail hunt in Kansas where we're sitting in a tree stand, we're as safe as being wrapped in our mama's arms. You're putting your life in danger Day in, day out. I mean, this is televised. You're, Those pygmies are tough. You're kind of like a marked man, really. I mean, you're cracking down on this. Does that ever weigh heavy on you? I mean, your your job is treacherous. You know, I think one of the most important things is consideration of my family. A, it's time away from the family, but it's time away from the family engaged in what's truly dangerous stuff. I'm, I'm not scared of any wildlife, but... You know, it's the human element, and very often our programs highlight the worst part of the human element, the poachers, the, the people have no care or respect for any kind of animal life, the people who are setting snares, shooting rhinos, cutting the horns off live rhinos. Yeah. I mean, th- those kind of people have no respect for life, but when you get close to those people, yeah, it can be frightening, and first and foremost, I've just got to make sure that I don't put my crew in front of any undue danger, unnecessary danger, and... So we make every effort to, to stay as safe as we can. But you're right. That, that is a very important consideration that we take very seriously. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Ivan Carter. Of course, he was with us for three parts. you got to listen to it if you missed the first two. Anyhow, he has Carter Wars Friday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. That's right. Got to get to a break, Mr. Ivan. But before we do, where can we find you online? You can find me real easy. IvanCarter.com. Carterswar.com is a, a website that highlights all of our, all of our television programs. And then I'm very active on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ivan Carter's Africa. All right, one more time. Make sure you watch Carter's War Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. The best show you will ever watch, hands down. Uh, the big shout-out to Cabela's Silencer Shop, High Mount Seasonings, and Cinch. Got to get to a break. Coming up next, we have Shane Mahoney. Don't go anywhere. Mr. Ivan, God bless you. We love you so much. And stay safe out there. Thank you so much, gents. Thank you for the platform that you guys provide. Come listen to a story about some boys I know. They hunt and fish a lot and have a funny show. They love this great land, happy to be free. Give it up for Trav and Papa Jimmy. Don't move. The revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these important messages. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This should be good. The new app from Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. That's what we've been looking for. Stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. Get some! Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign up with promo code RADIO at MyOutdoorTV.com. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the 
fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Ka'anapali Beach Hotel, Maui's Hawaiian Hotel. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Brought to you by Cinch, Cabela's, and High Mountain Seasonings. Now, here's Jim and Trav with renowned conservationist Shane Mahoney. Hey, you're back in the air with Jim and Trav. Phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. Trav, we've been talking about conservation. Of course, we just had Ivan Carter on the show. But our next guest, man, he is the champion of conservation here in North America. That's right. He is my second favorite man from up north. He's got a beard. Of course, Jim Shockey reigns supreme at number (laughs) one. Shane Mahoney, great conservationist and friend. Welcome to the show, buddy. Well, thank you very much. It's great to be here. Yeah, now... uh, in North America, and of course, you're from Newfoundland, and of course, there's a lot of conservation things going on in Canada. But in North America, it seems that the conservation effort has really been on the downward slide in the last 15 years. Is that true? Well, I mean, it's possible to take that perspective and to say that conservation is uh, not a priority. But if you take a, a very long view of things, I think what we generally see is that conservation, you know, it remains important to a segment of the public, um, but that it never seems to transcend uh, to a political level where it is important to everyone and where governments, both in Canada and the United States, you know, make it an absolute priority. Obviously, governments are challenged with a lot of responsibilities, but, you know, we will certainly learn in this century uh, as human populations change both domestically and around the world and as they increase the conservation is going to have to become a much higher priority generally for governments everywhere. Yeah. Now, now the thing is with the with the conservation effort that's going on today, as as we've said, it's, it's diminished greatly. Uh, if you were able to have a blank slate today, what would Shane Mahoney do first? Like twenty days from now, or less than twenty days from now, we're going to have a brand new president here in the lower forty-eight. And if you had the opportunity to go in and see President Donald Trump. What would you lay out for him as a good conservation effort? Well, I think the biggest thing that we have to remember about government policy, and I worked in government for a long period of time, the biggest thing to for us to be concerned about is how conservation should not be just placed in a in a, in a single basket. You know, that, that all parts of the administration have to be thinking about conservation as a general requirement of good governance in our countries. The very first thing that I would try and explain is that, you know, we have to have this across the government spectrum approach to the issues of conservation, not just for wildlife, but also for the conservation of systems that, that provide what human beings need. The second thing that, that I would point out is that we have a real problem in the United States and Canada in that the funding mechanisms that are in place to support conservation are becoming insufficient more and more and more. There's an increasing deficit and distance between the amount of money that's required and the amount of money that's coming in. We know particularly in the United States that a disproportionate amount of money, it's not the only money, but a disproportionate amount of money for conservation flows from a very small segment of the population, mainly the people who hunt and fish in the United States. I mean, all people contribute some, but those particular segments of society contribute disproportionately. And the amount of money that they can provide as a minority, because there's only less than 5% of the people in the United States hunt and maybe 10 or 12% of the people fish, as a minority, they simply cannot fund 
uh, at this proportionate level going forward. So what we really need as a second point to an administration is to look at increasing the budgets overall. The third thing, I believe, is that government needs to understand that being regulatory is fine. You know, having regulations and policies and programs and laws, systems of, 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 of enforcement in this sense are, are good. But what we need far beyond that are sort of proactive efforts to increase uh, conservation budgets and also for government to increase the amount of communication they have between themselves and the voting public about conservation issues. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Shane Mahoney. Of course, he's a scientist, a wildlife expert, and a conservationist. And he's our good friend. He is. Now, Mr. Shane, to find out more about you, I'm telling you, you're a busy man, but I think there's a place for you in Trump's cabinet. I think you could be heading up a wildlife here, but <laughs> Handing out the bottles of booze. Not that, I, I think you'd be good at it, buddy. Where, where can we find you well, online? I'll wait, I'll wait for the call. <laughs> Uh, uh, conservationvision.com and you can people can reach uh, me through that and, and learn about what I'm doing at that site. That's right. You're such a wonderful man. Uh, what you're teaching and preaching and living is absolutely amazing. Got to get to a break. Joined by the amazing man himself, conservationist and friend Shane Mahoney. Got to get to a break. Big shout out though to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel and World Fishing Network. Mr. Shane, thank you so much for coming on. God bless you. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you both very much. And keep doing what you're doing because you are helping to change the public's mind. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Thank you for liking, following, smiley-facing, thumbs-upping, and emoticoning us. We really appreciate it, even though we have no clue what any of that stuff means. Hit us up on social media and at JimandTrav.com. And The Revolution will be right back. You hear that? It's not a countdown. It's a count up. 36,101 miles. 36,102 miles. Day after day, you push your truck to the limit. But here's the thing. Most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for only three years, 36,000 miles. Just 36,000 miles? Come on. Your odometer doesn't care if your warranty falls short. It just keeps on ticking. So here's what Nissan's gonna do. We're backing the 2017 Titan with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles bumper-to-bumper. So the odometer can keep doing its job, and you can keep doing yours. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan and America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. There was a time vultures would indicate that they'd been a predator. In today's Africa, vultures indicate something a lot more sinister. Poachers. My name is Ivan Carter, conservationist and wildlife investigator. In this wildlife-human conflict, I'm often called in to seek out the truth. This specific group of people has got to be stopped. It's going to be a bad couple of hours to be a poacher right now. Carter's War, all-new season, Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Introducing the fastest, most effective way to clean your gun barrel. The new Remington Squeegee. 
to use it. Simply scrub your bore with a wire brush and a few drops of Remington's All-In Cleaner to loosen any fouling. Then attach your Remington squeegee to the end of a cleaning rod or cable. And with one pull through the bore, you're done. Fast, easy, and completely reusable. Say goodbye to your father's old gun cleaning patches and hello to 21st century gun care technology. Look for it at your favorite sporting goods retailer. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Interrupting this broadcast to tell you. Well, that concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. You can always follow the boys at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week, guys. Man, Ivan Carter and Shane Mahoney all on the same show talking about conservation. I'm thoroughly impressed by Ivan Carter, man. He's doing some serious good out there. Good for him. And he's got some cojones. He does. I gotta say that. No, Ivan Carter, fabulous man. He's got nice hugs. He, he, great hugs. Super smile, too. Obviously, he had some dental work done as a younger man. Uh, Carter's War makes you watch it Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Fabulous three-part interview with him. Also, the legendary second most coolest man in Canada. He bows down to Jim Shaw. Uh, Shane Mahoney, he was fabulous as or we Or Dave hunt. Mercer. Yeah, oh, God bless, that makes him number third on the list. <laughs> or number three, how would you say that? Number go. three, yeah. <laughs> number third! <laughs> IRS. He's not number three, he's number two then. No, hunting for conservation on today's show. Superior show. Yeah, and hey, we want to thank our 515 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes this show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, or producer Mark Maneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. All right, folks, hold back the tears. The show is over, but we will return next week. Right after this. Talking about busting some birds. Right after this. Yeah, just wait seven days. We'll return. (laughs) Uh, God bless you, boys and girls. We love you. Stay safe. Make sure you get outdoors this weekend, though. Take some kids with you and teach them the importance of conservation. Because if they don't know it and understand it, they will never appreciate it. Mrs. Bonnie, what do you want to say? See you next week, guys. Hey, see you, kids. All right, God bless. Peace out. America rules. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.